It's Friday, October 13th, and from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, this is Pennsylvania Legacies. I'm Josh Rollerson. Well, the Great Allegheny Passage winds through about 150 miles of southwestern Pennsylvania countryside before connecting up with the CNO Canal towpath to Washington, D.C. And along the way, there's a lot to see. It's beautiful, just breathtakingly beautiful. The Allegheny Gorge is wonderful. Uh, some of our group saw, was lucky enough to see a rattlesnake, a copperhead. We saw some other wildlife, heard the birds overhead. We got migrating warblers coming through right now. I heard a black-throated green warbler on its way south. Increasingly, there's also lots to see in the small towns the trail passes through. Since the last segment was completed a little over four years ago, many trail communities have seen a striking economic transformation. Folks are uh, getting off the trail to spend money in our trail towns whether it's uh, overnight stay with a B&B or uh, they're buying ice cream or a glass of wine or uh, stopping in a bike shop to get needed supplies or tools. There's a trail economy now that's replacing the train and steel and coal economy that used to be in these small towns. We've really seen uh, the towns and the trails together add some great economic value to the region. A group of state and local government officials joined by community and business leaders from around the area recently rode the trail from Pittsburgh all the way to D.C. The goal? To witness the transformation up close from the vantage point of the more than 1 million trail users who pass through every year. Now, it's important to note the Great Allegheny Passage, or the Gap for short, is not Pennsylvania's only long-haul bike route, far from it. Right now, Peck and our partners in the Industrial Heartland Trails Coalition are piecing together what will be a more than 1,400-mile trail network touching four states, from the Appalachians up to the Great Lakes. Meanwhile, Greater Philadelphia is well on its way to having a 750-mile regional trail system, which will eventually connect the city with its suburbs and rural areas beyond. The Circuit Trails Network will ultimately connect up with the massive East Coast Greenway system running from Maine all the way down to Key West. But returning to the southwestern corner of the state and some of the thriving trail towns along that route, by visiting some of those places, the delegation that passed through last month was able to get a taste of what will soon be coming to other parts of the state in need of an economic boost. I hooked up with the tour at Ohio Pile in the heart of the Laurel Highlands in order to get their impressions of the ride thus far, and that's going to be the focus of this week's show. First up, let's hear from Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald, whose office put the trip together. How's the ride going so far? It's been great. Uh, left Pittsburgh yesterday morning and uh, now just did the 18-mile trek from Connellsville to Ohio Pile. And what's amazing is to see so many people along the trail who've come here. We met a couple from Kansas. We met a couple, uh, two couples from uh, Texas and a, and a young woman from Scotland who came just to ride this trail because they, they read about it and on, online or wherever. So it really does attract folks to uh, western Pennsylvania. What are you noticing about the, the towns that you passed through along the way? There's an awful lot of economic uh, new things every year. We did it last year. See, every once in a while you see a new coffee shop or a new bakery or a new restaurant or hotels. Um, there's an infrastructure, an economic infrastructure that's part of it. But it also attracts people who may not even work on the trail or make money from the trail, but they actually just want to live in a great place that has a good quality of life, and the trail adds to that. So when you think of companies like Amazon that we're trying to attract and some of the, the Googles of the world, and the, it really attracts an economic growth for Western Pennsylvania that'll maybe turn around some of the things that had happened in, in past years. You talk about the relationship between uh, local governments and and communities that are benefiting from this transformation and, and the state and support from the state. How important is it? 
Well, it's, it's critical. And, and, you know, today we're on the trip with uh, Secretary Cindy Dunn from DCNR and Secretary Leslie Richards from PennDOT, and they see the value, obviously, uh, parks and transportation and how that all comes together. I know Governor Wolf has been a, a huge supporter of trails. And, again, when you're out and you see it, and then at the local level, we've got county commissioners. We had the Westmoreland County Commissioner, Ted Copas, with us yesterday, uh, Steve Craig from Lawrence County. We're going to meet with the Somerset County Commissioners in a little bit. They, they recognize the value for their counties and their townships and how much it means. Have you always been a big cyclist? I haven't, to be honest with you. I mean, as a kid, I was. And then probably for about 30, 40 years, I didn't. Um, and you know, I, I, I used to jog, I jogged and those type of things. But as I got older, that impact was very difficult. So it was over, only the last few years that I've taken it up seriously. And, and, and even as much as I was a supporter, uh, and I always have been, of trails and economic growth, the more I learn, the more I see, I become even a more supporter and realize how important it is for our economic growth uh, in, uh, in western Pennsylvania. You got a little rain this morning. You staying dry, okay? We did. We got we got lucky. Um, it, it actually, the rain stopped right when we were beginning this morning. So keep our fingers crossed. We're going to Myersdale uh, by the end of the day. We're going to stop in Myersdale tonight. It's a six-day trip. Um, so actually, we leave Pennsylvania after today and head on into Maryland along the Potomac. Um, so we'll keep our fingers crossed on the weather. But so far, so good. All right. Good luck. Have fun. Thanks. Thanks. Enjoy. Brian Perry. Uh, Allegheny Trail Alliance. I'm the executive director. Over the last 30 years, the ATA has built and developed the Great Allegheny Passage. We've raised money to uh, rebuild bridges and trestles and nearly 150 miles of trail between Pittsburgh and Cumberland, Maryland. And we have uh, seven trail organizations, each uh, manned by volunteer-led crews that maintain the trail, that deal with hazards, uh, downed trees, uh, flooding, and other maintenance issues. And they're amazing people and do amazing work to make sure that the, the, the gap is a world-class trail. How much growth have you seen in the trail system in this region in the last, say, 10 or 20 years? Sure. The trail has grown uh, monumentally in western Pennsylvania, and there are other rail trails uh, coming online even now. We're, we're pleased to have had over a million visits in 2016, Folks from all 50 states, folks from over 35 countries uh, either fly to, to Pittsburgh or uh, start uh, the Gap or the CNO towpath in D.C. and make their way back. So it's really a, a magnificent trend in the right direction. Folks are uh, getting off the trail to spend money in our trail towns, whether it's uh, overnight stay with a B&B or uh, they're buying ice cream or a glass of wine or... Uh, stopping in a bike shop to get needed supplies or tools. And we've really seen uh, the towns and the trails together add some great economic value to the region. We're pleased to have had support from the state uh, over the years to help push through some significant uh, construction projects along the trail. Uh, we've had wonderful support uh, from all four Pennsylvania counties and our one county in Maryland uh, to make sure that the trail uh, connects and uh, make sure it's rideable. Um, county governments in Allegheny County, uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Somerset County, Fayette, and Westmoreland have all been very supportive of the trail and in some cases supply significant uh, labor and supplies to help our volunteer crews have what they need to make sure the trail's safe. What would you say to somebody that hasn't experienced the Great Allegheny Passage yet? Oh, the, the passage is spectacular. Uh, it's an amazing uh, journey through some of the most beautiful, well 
maintained spaces in western Pennsylvania and western Maryland. Uh, goes along three rivers, uh, through the mountains. It's nearly flat. Uh, several canopies, the deepest gorge in Pennsylvania is right here in Ohio Pile State Park. It's an amazing experience and anyone can do it. Cindy Adams Dunn, Secretary, DCNR. I'm going to guess this isn't your first encounter with the Great Allegheny Passage. You know, I've been honored to be part of the Great Allegheny Passage movement for a couple decades in different roles and capacities. DCNR was involved from the beginning. The very first section was here at Ohio Pile State Park. Western Pennsylvania Conservancy, the first DCNR secretary, John Oliver, and the park manager here really put this first stake in the ground and created the first section of the Great Allegheny Passage. And from there, local leaders like Linda Box McKenna and others took the concept and really expanded it. DCNR over the years has invested over $30 million in the Great Allegheny Passage. And in the last decade, we viewed this section in the Laurel Highlands as uh, critical and a, a keystone effort on economic development, recreation, conservation, all the elements of the Laurel Highlands Conservation Initiative. I think people have been stunned at the economic development that has been spawned by the Great Allegheny Passage. You know, it strings through a set of trail towns that uh, needed an economic boost, that needed to broaden their economy, uh, and it's brought life and breathed a lot of life and hope into some towns that really needed, a f needed, needed to help. Locals uh, love it. We see a lot of local use. Uh, young people are moving into the communities. People are making a real living. Uh, the economic development uh, in the town, the economic impact has gone from 40 million a year up, upwards of 100 million a year in the string of towns on the Great Allegheny Passage in the Laurel Highlands alone. So it's pretty amazing. If you look at just the economics, we do grants and investments here. Now, 30 million sounds like a lot. We did that over more than 10 years. But if you look at the economic machine that's generated at 100 million a year, back to the citizens of Pennsylvania, some of it coming back to the tax coffers, some going into local communities, some going into people's livelihoods, it's a great payoff just on the economic side. Of course, there's a million other reasons to do it. Uh, people love it, people enjoy it, it helps with their health, helps with well-being. You know, it just brings a little joy in people's lives. There's nothing wrong with that. So you, you got a day under your belt. How's it going so far? Well, um, it was a great ride. It was, uh, the, the Yakagani Gorge is wonderful. Uh, some of our group saw, was lucky enough to see a rattlesnake, a copperhead. We saw some other wildlife, heard the birds overhead. We got migrating warblers coming through right now. I heard a black-throated green warbler on its way south. Uh, that It was a nice humid morning, which is fantastic uh, for wildlife. It, it had the green canopy of the Great Allegheny Passage, just beautiful. This is like my favorite time of year to be out here. It's sort of off-season in Ohio yeah. pile, but it's, uh, it's still really pleasant conditions. You know, the fall is a wonderful time to get outdoors. The light's a little softer, the temperatures are a little friendlier. Of course, you get the leaves tur turning colors, which gets phenomenal in Pennsylvania. We're expecting a phenomenal leaf color this fall due to the moisture that we've had in Pennsylvania throughout the season. It's gonna be a great time for people to get outdoors and enjoy the wonderful parks and trails and local parks we've got in Pennsylvania. All right, well, thanks again, have a good ride. I will, it was great, I'm looking forward to it. Ken Bisbee. I'm the Park Operation Manager at Ohio Pile State Park. I've been in state parks. This is my 37th year. I've managed about six different parks in my career, and Ohio Pile is, you know, kind of the pinnacle of that. It's a beautiful facility. 
So what's special about Ohio Pile? Ohio Pile has some unique features in that um, we're in the Laurel Highlands. We've got one of the deepest gorges in Pennsylvania. Whitewater rafting is a big draw, uh, makes it kind of special. The scenery is also really, really special for people. So we have about 1.2 million visitors and they all come here for the same thing. I'm curious what changes you have observed in the time since the, the Gap Trail was completed. Okay, that's a very interesting question. The, the Gap Trail was officially dedicated in 2013. Uh, 27 miles of it are under our jurisdiction in Ohio Pile State Park. Uh, once it's, it has completed, the number of bicyclists that are using the trail, it, it, it increases every year. And I think in 2014 or early 2015, the number of bicyclists surpassed the number of whitewater rafters in Ohio Pile. So it totally changed our demographic, more families, more family oriented, which also translated into different people using the river as well. So has that made your job uh, harder in some ways? Well, I wouldn't say harder, but more interesting, I guess is a good term. Can you talk at all about the economic impact of trails and especially recently with the Gap Trail? I grew up not too far from here and remember coming here as a kid. It, the economic impact is huge. There's all kinds of studies. I, I can't tell you how much money is brought in by people using the trail, but all of the trail towns from Pittsburgh all the way to Cumberland, Maryland, and on to Washington, D.C. on the CNO Trail, um, greatly impacted by people using the trail. Bed and breakfast, bike shops, restaurants. And are you seeing that growing? Oh, yes. Seeing that growing. Uh, the number of through bikers, people riding the entire trail, um, increases every year. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Leslie Richards, PennDOT Secretary. I was here with uh, Secretary Dunn of DCNR looking at a few collaborative projects uh, that we have going on. We've been working together on trails. It's been a big uh, push for PennDOT and uh, the Wolf Administration and uh, we're real excited to see a lot of these uh, come to fruition. And we're working on some safe pedestrian crossings here in Ohio Pile. Uh, again, working together uh, with DCNR. And we saw today uh, Riding down and biking uh, on this portion of the Allegheny Passage, we saw the importance of what a trail can do uh, to the economy as well. We saw visitors from out of state coming uh, just to bike here. We saw hotels uh, along the, the route. We actually stayed at one last night that located uh, uh, to, to help bikers uh, and bicyclists that are coming into this area. And uh, it's really a go-to destination for so many people. And of course, it increases the quality of life of those who live here. Uh, they, they, they have known uh, how beautiful this area is, and uh, we saw uh, many uh, local residents as well walking and biking along the trail today. Uh, I know uh, I'm from southeastern Pennsylvania. This is my first time uh, getting on, on the trail itself, and uh, now that I know about it, I'll be talking about it uh, a lot more out in southeastern Pennsylvania. I've been a huge trail advocate my entire professional as well as personal life, and uh, really happy uh, to see all these connections being made. And I don't think a lot of people know uh, that you can bike, you know, from Pennsylvania to Washington, D.C., and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful asset. Can you talk about the state's role and PennDOT's role in making all this happen? Sure. Uh, so, you know, PennDOT uh, wants to provide as many mobility options for all of our residents here. And we also understand uh, that our communities uh, want the highest quality of life and we want them to have the highest quality of life possible. And getting outdoors, uh, enjoying trails, enjoying hiking is a, is a big part of it. We're also seeing bicycling uh, becoming more and more necessary. People are using it as their way to get them to their jobs, as their way to get them to medical appointments and, and to get to places uh, that they need to be. 
And so uh, we want to make sure that we have uh, as many trails as possible. Uh, we want people to be able to get out on their bikes if they choose to do so and be able to get where they're going, whether it's just to enjoy a day uh, and, and enjoy nature and exercise, or whether it's to get them uh, to a place uh, that they need to be for another reason. And so uh, we're looking across the state, seeing uh, where we can fill in those missing gaps of trails that already exist and seeing where we need to create new trails uh, so that we can connect better with each other and with our communities. My name is uh, Salim Gabriel. I'm the executive director of the Pittsburgh Promise. How was the riding today? Having a good time? So the ride from Pittsburgh to Ohio Pile has been phenomenal, and I absolutely am looking forward to the continuation of it all the way to DC. Um, for me, for somebody who has not been on a bike for 12 years until just a month ago, I thought it would be an impossibility, but it's really designed for just the average human being who is willing to kind of persist and stick it out and, and do it. Uh, so it's, it's manageable, it's beautiful, just breathtakingly beautiful. Uh, you know, being able to draw near to it, to get close to it, the proximity is, you know, just within touching distance. Uh, it's really great and to be able to do that on wheels um, you know you used to have to hike or to get close to the water to the rivers to the rocks uh, now we can just be on, on wheels and stop when when um, desired or continue going if that's preferred those are the highlights yeah so this is your first uh, long uh, trail trip are you a trail user otherwise you know I am a city guy born and raised in big cities and live in the in an urban center and uh, so I don't, um, I, I love cities. I love cities and I live for cities. However, city kids like me need to be reminded of the bigness of the world and the beauty of the natural order. Um, and then doing what we can from our perches to ensure that this is protected and preserved. Well, uh, good luck, have a good ride. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Mark McCarty. Uh, Mayor of Ohio Pile. How long have you been mayor? A long time. Uh, 1981. How did you become mayor? Um, I had a reporter ask me that one time and I had to answer her, well, the last one died. <laughs> so this isn't a job you run for, it's one you run from. <laughs> We're a very small community. Uh, I think there was 50 some people in the last sentence, uh, the census. So basically it's just I was asked to, as an outfitter, uh, have a business here in town and I had a relationship with uh, the Bureau of State Parks and I was asked to work as a like liaison between the Borough Council at the time and, and, and the department, uh, uh, the Bureau, well, Hopal State Park at that time. I came here as a young man. Uh, when I come home from overseas, uh, I kind of ran away up here and just never went back. So how have you seen this area change over that time? Well, watching the park grow, uh, you know, the, the, the community changed uh, immensely. Uh, there used to be uh, three hotels uh, in town and a couple of big boarding houses. Uh, so um, with, the, with, the, with the, park, the creation of the state park, it changed the demographics of the whole community. Uh, and it's always been a, a tourist destination, you could say. There was always visitors, whether they came up by train out of Pittsburgh or... Uh, so that aspect didn't really... It was enhanced, let's say. Uh, we went from maybe 
a couple hundred thousand visitors to um, pick your number one to three million visitors, depending on who's counting it. And they used to come by rail and now they come by uh, bike. Yes, uh, part of them come, the, the bike trail has been uh, one of the growth factors. Uh, uh, we had a master plan done that PEC uh, uh, funded that uh, was, um, the, the purpose of it was a, a joint master plan between the borough and the state park to identify who the visitor is and uh, the focus was sustainable tourism. Uh, and trying to identify who that visitor is, it's, it turned out it's that short-term visitor who either bikes through, t- visiting on his way through or he's driving through, typically here for an hour, maybe two hours before they move on. So it was uh, interesting to identify that type of person and who that, who that user really is. Well, thanks a lot for talking with me. Real good. My name is Ed Quigley. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I work for Golden Triangle Bikes. This is my 22nd through trip from Pittsburgh to D.C. or vice versa. Does it ever get old? Every trip is different. The nature is always different. The weather is always different. And actually, the trail conditions are always slightly improving every year. So it's always different. Anything in particular stand out on this trip that you, maybe you didn't notice before or that's uh, changes you've seen? You know, we've just had some rainfall in the last few days, so there's lots of spontaneous waterfalls right around this area. And so it's, it's just beautiful. You hear all the, the noise of a waterfall, and it's tremendous to look at. A lot of natural beauty. Tell me about the importance of support from the state and local governments to develop trails, develop resources outside that allow business like yours to, to flourish and allow people to get outdoors and, and, and boost local economies all along the trail. You know, it's very difficult to make a 345-mile-long trail, and it involves maintenance, different levels of government, different state governments. It's an interstate organization, and so it only happens when elected officials are able to dedicate resources and time uh, to it, and so lots of businesses thrive because of the government initiative. So bed and breakfast, restaurants, bike shops. There's a trail economy now that's replacing the train and steel and coal economy that used to be in these small towns. There was a time when you would walk into a a restaurant and you'd be dressed like an alien in your bike kit and you'd always wonder how's this going to go but now uh, the bicyclists are prevalent through the area. Uh, They've sort of reached that tipping point where now it's common to see bicyclists and the towns make us welcome. I think they understand that there's a trail economy out there now. What are you looking forward to down the trail? I'm particularly looking forward to the uh, Somerset Viaduct going into Myersdale. It's almost a half mile long uh, bridge. That was a railroad bridge. It's a bike trail now. It looks like the whole world was made to be seen from up there. And we're going to see a lot of pretty country. Right, well, have a good ride. Have fun. Thank you very much, Josh. Leanna Bird, uh, Cambria County Conservation and Recreation Authority. I'm the Programs and Communications Coordinator. Are you a pretty avid cyclist normally? Um, Yes, I am, but this is my first time um, doing this extent of distance on the gap, so very exciting time. I'm a a runner primarily, a marathoner, and I just finished up the Erie Marathon on Sunday, so having fun this week for sure. Congrats, how'd you do? (laughs) Um, Did pretty well. I'm going to Boston, running Boston next uh, April for the first time. It's been a lifelong goal of mine to get there, and I'm there, so very exciting. 
Wait, so you're just coming off a marathon recovery and now you're going to ride what, 500 miles? Surprisingly, I was like really nervous about this trip because I was afraid I was going to really mess some things up. But I actually feel better now that I've cycled because it's no impact, you know, after the marathon. So it's great. Yeah. What are your impressions so far? This is your first long trip on the Gap. What have you noticed? Um, well, I've noticed the beauty. I've noticed uh, the economic impact that um, I've seen in all of the towns that we've gone across. Um, everything from small farmers who are living in houses, trail side, selling corn from their gardens and tomatoes. Nicest people I've ever met um, yesterday where it was at a stop like that. Um, to, you know, the Italian restaurant we ate at last night in Connellsville. To the hotel we stayed at here in beautiful Ohio Powell, um, the economic impact of those who are recreating in this area is, is immense and it's, it's great, it's huge. What are some of the biggest changes you've seen? Like, are, so, are some towns really changing faster than others, or where's the impact been largest? So I, I talked to the owner of Ruvo's, who's the Italian um, restaurant owner, um, last night. He opened up 10 months ago. Since the Cobblestone Hotel opened in February, he... Um, has seen just immediate, immediate impact and effect. And it's really cool how everyone works together in these trail towns. So the hotels bring people in to stay. They recommend these restaurants in town. The restaurants are BYOB, so that helps bring business to the beer stores and liquor stores. And then, you know, everyone's working together to help each other, and that's really inspiring to see um, of these small business owners. The Johnstown region, um, that's where I'm from, and um, with the Path of the Flood Trail um, comes right through Johnstown. The Ghost Town Trail um, is a 44-mile-long rail trail that um, once finished, um, it's funded by a um, PennDOT TAP grant, this last eight-mile extension, which we have a ribbon cutting for on September 26th, funded through a PennDOT TAP grant. Once that's finished, it'll be the first continuous loop rail trail in the eastern United States, 32-mile um, large loop and a 16-mile inner loop, and we're hoping that becomes an even bigger national attraction. The Ghost Town Trail already sees over $80,000 or 80,000 trail users a year, um, so we're we're thinking that will be easily doubled once this trail loop is finished. How important is support from the state for making these kinds of economic transformations happen? Um, it's pivotal. It's 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 the most important thing that um, we can get. We we have partners locally. Um, county wide, um, but the state is really where it all trickles down from. If it doesn't start at the state, then we're not going to reap or see any of the, the benefits at our level, at the county level. Well, thanks a lot. Have a good ride. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. <laughs>